Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, or whenever you are listening to this wonderful little podcast. Uh, we are hoping that you have uh, heard the other ones and have enjoyed them. And if not, please go back and check out some of the prior ones. Uh, and I was always told now that we're supposed to say you're supposed to like and send a review as well of these podcasts if you're listening to them. Evidently, that plays with the numbers on the computers and things that I really don't understand. So today's topic we were discussing recently uh, was the greeters at your church. Now, I have to understand that I'm in Pittsburgh and I have to enunciate the word greeters because in Pittsburgh, they're greeters and there technically is no D in that word. But greeters is a very important aspect of your church. When I was discussing with a good friend of mine uh, what the topic of today's podcast would be, and I said, it's going to be greeters, he said, why would you do a podcast on someone who just holds the door open? And uh, I explained to him that is very, very, very incorrect on his assumption of all they do is hold the door open. Uh, these are the chosen few that do a ministry that really uh, are um, really not appreciated for the work that they do. Um, if they are trained to do their job, they are so, so, so much more than just door openers. Uh, so uh, before we get into depth on some of the training you can do for your greeters, or greeters, as it may be, um, I will mention one thing which uh, when I do training for greeters at doors at churches and facilities, uh, I always first and foremost explain to them the number one thing you want for your greeters are breath mints. I know it seems silly, but nobody wants to have that wonderful hello and welcome and have your hair curl and your eyelashes burn off. Uh, so breath mints are the first and foremost tool of greeters. Um, you want to make sure you have a nice, clean, dry hand to shake uh, upon being a greeter as well. Uh, no dead fish handshakes uh, allowed. Um, my grandpa had a top 10 list of things he used to say, and the number five on that top 10 rules of life that he referred to them as, um, upon meeting a new person for the first time, look them in the eyes. Greet them with a firm handshake, show them the love of Christ, and think in the back of your mind three ways to kill them. And I never quite understood that until I asked for an explanation, or an exclamation, an explanation on that. And upon his explanation, he basically said, if you're meeting somebody for the first time, your family and friends will be behind you. You're the first line of defense. You want to show this person the love of Christ. You want to show them that you are a happy, nice, wonderful person that will help them any way you can and is possible. But also, you also want to explain in the back of your head that if this person is evil, if they have harm intended to you or your family or your kids or your friends or your family, uh, that you are going to be the first defense on stopping them from hurting any of the above and all of the above. So that is the reason why he always said that uh, in his number five rule of life. Someday we will get into the other nine rules of life, 
that he has. But for now, we'll work on that number five. So as far as security goes for a uh, greeter, uh, it's amazing how um, if you look at the first impression upon somebody coming into your property, that would be uh, most oftentimes the greeter that they're meeting. Now, if you're discussing parking teams, uh, I would be happy to discuss parking teams. I've trained many, many parking team members as well. That would be your first impression upon people driving onto your property. But many, many churches don't have parking teams. Uh, so we were going to forego the parking team and go into the first impression of the greeter at the door. Almost every church has a greeter at the door. And they are definitely uh, the first impression. And uh, you recall how many times your mother told you growing up, your first impression is the most important thing to uh, make sure that you give a good first impression and that is so, so, so true. Um, the very first impression of the church or the first impression of the house of worship or the first impression of, uh, of a business or of a concert uh, of anything is going to be that person who meets you at the door. And uh, you want that first impression to be a good one. So don't have your greeters uh, be um, somebody who does not give a good first impression. You also want to make sure that that greeter is uh, a member of the church that uh, believes in the same policies, procedures, faith messages, uh, beliefs, and uh, constructs as you, the church itself, simply because uh, you don't want them spreading the wrong message uh, even before they get in to hear the real message from their um, speaker uh, from inside. So uh, first impressions are also the first line of, imp uh, of defense. Uh, there is a concept of concentric circles of defense uh, of being if you have a congregation a significantly um, large or significantly small congregation you still have a gathering of people inside and oftentimes that gathering of people could be the target of, uh, of a bad guy and you want that concentric circle to be uh, initially preferably the parking team uh, that would be the first line of defense of having people in the parking team coming in and uh, when they see something unusual to notify whether it be security or leadership of the church. But if you don't have a parking team, like I said before, everybody has greeters. And it's really important that church greeters uh, do have that first line of defense. Uh, it order for, in order for them to be the first line of defense, though, they do need training. You can't just stick somebody there and say, let me know if you see anything unusual. Um, there is a concept called JDLR. Um, just don't look right. And uh, JDLRs are something that you need to be trained to see. Uh, oftentimes when discussing this with people, I'll ask them, what is it you look for? And, and especially newer greeters or people who are just thrown there with no training have no idea uh, what to look for. Um, the interesting aspect of that concentric circle of defense is uh, according to the great wise Carl Chin, uh, who has written books on church security and uh, security in houses of worship. 75% of issues that uh, indeed incur uh, and develop into deadly incidents start outside of the church. Well, what is the key point of entry between outside of the church and inside of the church? That would be your greeters. Uh, the greeters need to be trained on... Uh, some pre-attack indicators, what to look for 
Um, do they have, is the person coming in with a, a scowl? Did they not make eye contact? Did they, are they carrying a, a long, large bag? Um, are they walking in with their fists clenched? Um, are they talking to themselves or are they coming in? Uh, all these things that you have to look at as, as what's referred to as pains, uh, P-A-I-N-S, pre-attack indicators. These pre-attack indicators or pains uh, are what you look for when uh, you see somebody coming in. At that point, when the greeter sees these pre-attack indicators or even something that's just unusual, something that needs to be noted, something that, like I said before, just doesn't look right. Uh, they need to be able to contact either security or some type of church leadership. Um, that could be done with a hand signal. That could be done with a, uh, hey, Bob, what's, you know, come here. Um, the best way that that could be done would be with radios. Uh, radios should be enacted into churches. Uh, even a small church would need a contact person and a radio uh, just to let people know what's going on. A good example, well, I'll pick on the Texas church shootings for a while here. And it's a shame that I have to designate them as number one and number two. But uh, the very first Texas church shooting where a, a guy came in his uh, SUV and parked in the parking lot for 45 minutes prior to uh, getting out of his vehicle all dressed in black with a black mask with a white skull on it and walked across the parking lot and up the sidewalk towards the church. If there had been a greeter uh, at the door, perhaps they would have noticed this. Um, perhaps they could have given a yell uh, and a, a warning before the guy got to the church and started shooting people. Uh, he actually did shoot several people on the way in as well and then shot up the church from the outside before going into a back door that was unlocked. Uh, and huh, locking doors during services is something that we will repeatedly go over again and again and again. All doors should be locked. Uh, and no questions uh, other than that, the doors should be locked during services. Um, anyways, uh, when we're discussing the, the second church shooting, the, uh, the person who uh, did the shooting in the church came in, and as he came to the door, he was wearing a long... Originally, it was thought as a trench coat, but they said it was actually a long hoodie. And under the hoodie, he had a very fake hair uh, wig. And uh, the fake beard and mustache that he was wearing, actually, they said they could see the strings on the beard and mustache uh, masquerade. So they knew it was fake. Uh, but yet, the greeters allowed him to come in and... Uh, that's another place that I think the greeters at that point noticed something was unusual. And um, they may have passed on the information to the security team at the time because what happened is they then allowed this person into the worship center where the shooting occurred. And I, I question not just the greeters, but I, I wonder if I'm not questioning them. I'm just saying maybe looking back and thinking about how we, what we can learn from this. Maybe the greeters should not have let them into the church. Maybe the ushers should not have let him into the worship center uh, where the congregation was meeting. And then uh, during the uh, passing of the plate is when the shooting occurred. So I, I question the fact that we need to 
study these things a little more and uh, examine what's going on. Not to cast doubt on what they did. They did the best they could with what they had where they were, uh, to quote uh, the, uh, Teddy Roosevelt. But they still needed to... Uh, to do, we, we need to do a better job, basically is what I'm saying, is, is vet, vetting the people coming into our building. Uh, as far as some of the actions that the greeters can be doing, uh, the greeters don't just hold the door open, but they keep it open. Um, now, I know there's a difference between opening a door and keeping it open, and the reason I say those differences is if they have the door uh, and hopefully the greeters are, first of and foremost, are in pairs. You always want to have them in pairs. You want to have two sets of eyes on everything. If you don't think something is, is, is unusual, maybe the other person does. Or if you think some, if you see something and you're not sure, you can tag off on the other person and say, "Hey, what do you think of this? Does this look weird? Should we notify somebody of this?" It's always good to bounce things off of another. Uh, the whole concept of where two or three are gathered, God is there also, um, and being also that uh, a quarter of three strands. Um, so you always you want two people and God there amongst you. Uh, that quarter three strands is not easily broken. Uh, that being said, always want to have greeters in pairs, not just an individual. While they're at the door, you want to have the greeters holding the doors open. <clears throat> now, I say not just opening the doors, because if you can hold the doors open while keeping them locked, that is an even better concept. Yes, I did say keeping the doors locked. By keeping the doors locked and having greeters holding them open, if an emergency does arise, something happens in the parking lot, and they want to lock down the building, all the greeters have to do is close the doors, and those doors are now locked. Uh, you are still having free access of people in and out by having the greeters holding the doors open. That means people can come and go as welcoming as entirely possible. Uh, those people with the greeters' doors are uh, welcoming everybody with a smile, with that handshake. Uh, remember, no fishy, dead fish handshakes. That really gets me. I don't know why. Anyways, you want to have those greeters at the door with a smile, a hello, how are you? It's great if greeters can remember names. Um, that has never been a strong suit of mine. Uh, I'm very thankful that I married a woman who knows at this point in time, whenever someone introduces themselves and says, Terry, how are you? Uh, I will say, yes, this is my wife, Sue, and at which point she will uh, get their name from them. They will say, yes, I'm Joe. So, Hi, Sue, glad to meet you. Um, I'm very, very bad at names uh, upon meeting people the second and third and fourth times. So uh, thankfully I have a, a wonderful woman to compensate for me uh, in that situation. But anyways, uh, greeters should know the names of people who are coming in, especially those people who are regulars and long-term attendees. Um, at that point in time, uh, they can look for those just-don't-look-rights, the JDLRs. They can look for those pains, the pre-attack indicators. Uh, they can take care of all those things. Um, at that point in time, um, the, the communication with the security team is vital. If they do see something that is not right, uh, that is that is a concern, they can contact them. Like I said, a, a simple wave of the hand, um, the faster the wave, obviously, the more important it is, as you well know, when somebody's waving you to come over, if they just wave a casual wave, it's uh, come on over when you get a chance. If they're flapping their hand like they're trying to fly, you'll know that that's uh, something that is more important. Um, before we uh, travel and get done with this shortened podcast, 
Uh, I will mention one other thing as far as the greeters go. The greeters, I said, is before are the first impressions. Uh, and your mother always told you that you're to make a fir good first impression. And she was right. The greeters do make a first impression. But you know what the interesting aspect of that is? The greeters also make a last impression. Um, it is important for your greeters to be out at the door uh, to say goodbye and to thank people for showing up, for coming on Sunday morning, and uh, to say to them, see you next Sunday. Uh, that is a, a huge uh, task as well. And uh, when, when questioned why that the last impression was important, uh, a story goes that a couple had a wonderful dinner uh, at a very fancy restaurant. They went to the restaurant. They, uh, somebody parked their car for them and said, no problem. Um, at that point, they uh, went in and they had the best champagne and they had the best steak and lobster and they had the fancy dessert, which it baked Alaska or something. I've actually never had it, but I was, I'm told it's very expensive and very fancy. Anyways, um, they had the best of the meals and then the, the, the diner, or the manager came over and said, uh, this dinner is completely on the house, completely paid for, drinks are paid for, Meals paid for, desserts paid for, amazing meal, excellent service, beautiful uh, atmosphere. As they go out to get in their car after this compl complimentary dinner, they notice that the person who parked their car scratched their car and dented their car. Now, as much as a wonderful steak and lobster dinner with baked Alaska and perfect service and amazing uh, opportunity to have everything complimentary and the perfect meal outside of that little scratch on their car if their car is scratched upon leaving that last impression are they ever going back to that restaurant probably not think about that in the measures of a, a house of worship if the person is greeted at the door and they thought they said um, welcome have a great day thank you for coming to the service they hear a great message from the pastor or the sermon or the priest or the the, the clergy or the um uh, speaker at that point in time they their children have a wonderful time in children's church and they go to leave and as they're going to leave uh, some negative connotation comes across uh, whether it be they have to wait in traffic to get out or they um, somebody says something on the way out that last impression if that last impression is not good uh, the entire event and the entire time there uh, could possibly be ruined. And uh, so you want the first impression to be good. Obviously, you want the everything in the middle with the children's church and the uh, the, the message and the speaking and the, the service to be awesome as well. You want God to be glorified, no question. But you also want that last, uh, final, uh, last impression to be uh, just as great as the first. Uh, so with that, training uh, your greeters is important. Uh, if you do... Uh, and are interested in getting training for your greeters, uh, contact me at terry at churchemergency.com. Uh, you can also text or phone me at 412-527-3673. Uh, uh, my company is called Church Emergency Consulting. We work with churches. We work with other houses of worship, uh, synagogues, uh, mosques as well. Uh, at that point in time, we also, at this point in time, we are also working with um, many businesses to uh, discuss their uh, their welcoming of uh, visitors in, onto their property, uh, their hostess and hosting uh, abilities uh, upon people coming in. We're also working with uh, churches and businesses 
to teach CPR classes, first aid classes, working with AEDs, uh, stop the bleed, bleeding control classes. Uh, we're also doing, um, like I said, teaching greeters. We're also doing um, uh, teaching ushers uh, as well. And we're also working with churches and, and, and houses of worship to develop security teams and uh, medical teams as well. So the company is called Church Emergency Consulting. It's churchemergency.com if you're interested in uh, looking up some more information on that. Uh, otherwise, you can contact me, and I will be happy to ask you, answer any questions uh, you have. And that's terry at churchemergency.com or 412-527-3673. And I thank you very much. Hopefully we can train your greeters as well as your uh, ushers and uh, teams as well in your church. And uh, look forward to hearing from you. Uh, have a great day, and uh, God bless.